We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials. A conversation about being young, in love, and navigating life one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to episode 76 of Married Millennials. Congratulations, Lena Wade. Our good friend, homie, mentor, walked away with an Emmy last night for outstanding writing in a comedy series. You did that shit. Congratulations, Lena. And not only did she win, she made history while doing it, which is, I feel like, a Lena thing to do. Like, oh, I'm just going to go. This is her first time at the Emmys, right? Is this I bl- her, I think I'm, it's her, I'm not sure. It's her first time being nominated for an Correct. Emmy. It's definitely her first Emmy nom. And then she just went and won, gave a great speech, and made history. No big deal. Just a regular Sunday night. Yo, what? But the thing is, for those who know Lena, she deserves ever it. She worked, worked with Lena. Very hard. If you're friends with Lena, she has one of the purest hearts that you'll ever meet. I mean, yeah. Lena, from the day we met back in 2013, when we were hosting our own radio show yeah. on the Super Struggle, and we just connected and have stayed friends you know, ever since. And we've just watched her career blossom and blossom, and yeah. she has never changed as her success grew bigger and bigger and bigger. She has right. a heart of gold. And she's the kindest person. You know, she texts back at you know, text us back at three o'clock in the morning last right. night. Like never too big for the people that she cares for, right. that she loves. She has helped us immensely yeah. in our platform. Uh, it, it's just it's one of those things when you know people and know who they are to their core and to see them succeed on the biggest stage uh, is is unbelievable. And yeah. you know, when we interviewed her on this show a few weeks back and she talked about like you know she's acting she's writing she's producing she's directing and but she said she will always be a writer yeah. and that's who she is I'm a writer I'm a writer and she got her first Emmy win as a writer yeah you know, and and it just goes to show you know when you stay true to who you are people will see and love and 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 gravitate towards you you know in that episode thanksgiving episode you know, that was lena 100 I mean, yeah. percent. you see lena acting I on think stage it was a lot of her story it was she said that yeah it's a lot of her story and it so. was and it was very her you for those, for those who don't know her it's like I mean, i just felt like i didn't feel as if i was watching lena act yeah. i just felt like i was seeing lena tell her story in yeah. front of a camera right and people around the world gravitated to that story and now she won an Emmy for it for just being unapologetically her authentically her it just it makes a difference so when you walk in your lane and you you stay true to who you are people are going to love you so Lena I can't say enough <laughs> like, yeah. congratulations yes huge congratulations we love you we're proud of you we look forward to seeing more awesomeness from you in the future We'd be remiss if we didn't mention another history-making win, which is Donald Glover. He won for Best Director in a Comedy Series, and he's the first African-American slash black male. First black. First black man. First African-American. You know why? Because all the articles say African-American. I don't ever say African-American. I never say that. Black. B-L-A-C-K. Black, black, black. sometimes when people say African-American because, you know, they're trying to be political. Political. Shut up. Yeah, it really makes me cringe a little because I'm I'm, just like. Call me black. Yeah. And, it is, and I'm not offended by it. Oh, my no. black friend. Oh, this is Justin the black guy, not yeah. Justin the African-American. Well, I, I think we've talked about this before. I heavily identify as black. African-American is like something that they call me on paper, but doesn't quite line up with my 
my actual With your identity, self. your culture, your feeling, yeah, your everything. Yeah, like, it's just, like, uh, because, like I said, what do you do for the people who are white and come over to American and America and get African citizenship and they are African-American? Like, it's just... But they're white. Like, yeah, no, I'm actually not. That doesn't make any sense. Like, I'm American and I am black, so I'm a black American. I'm black. That's yeah. what I am, all right? Believe, we forget, really probably, forget the semantics. We I'm probably black. should be brown, no, but then they give that. Uh, see, to here Latinos. we see too much. No, <laughs> you're going, you're going, you're going off the deep end. Get no, you're going off the well, deep end. Well, because if you want to be correct about color, right? We're brown people. We're brown. Yes, we're brown Americans. <laughs> but the thing is, we still have like Latino people or even Indian culture. Some of them have darker brown skin, so it's it's hard. I get it. I'll take black though. I like black. <laughs> But just like Issa Rae said, <laughs> that was the she most ridiculous. Gave no fucks, like none. The none. reporter, I'm sure you guys have had to see the video by now. A reporter asked, said, "You know, who are you going for, or who are you looking forward to see win?" And she was just like, "Everybody black." Yep. And she goes, "I am." Like, <laughs> and then laughs yeah. like that's just a hundred percent real. Like yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing my people win. Right, and I think too. <laughs> I like how unapologetic that moment was, but you can tell that she said it like that was just her truth with the emoji shrug. And she just, was just like, sorry, like those are my these are my honest feelings. Yeah, those are my honest feelings. It's funny because I took a, a public speaking class over the weekend, but it had improv included. And you got to play that word association game, and you have to say the first word that comes to your mind. And the person before me said Woodstock, and the one the person before behind that was hippie, and then Woodstock. What word do you think of? White people. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, so I thought marijuana, like the full the full word marijuana, not weed, not Mary Jane. I was just like marijuana because that's where my brain went automatically. So I just like was like, sorry, marijuana, and like everybody's like, oh, ha, ha, ha. no need to apologize. I guess it was a crowd that likes their their Mary Jane, but I thought it was kind of like that moment where you just yeah say the first thing that comes to your mind, and you're like, yeah, actually, that was what I was thinking. So, and of course, you would say marijuana, and you're so proper. Listen, I, to, marijuana. You know what's funny is listening to you tell stories. And then listening, you just talk normally or just so different. It's very interesting you how mean? you get it. Well, and t- 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 you get so airy and <laughs> I was like, that is not you. That is not uh, how you talk. But that's what I said. I said the whole word. I said marijuana. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Because you're my wife. Yeah. And you're special. I feel like in my brain it is marijuana. <laughs> that's how I learned it. Is, about well, it. it is. Well, just like did you learn when you were learning about the anatomy, right? You learned to call a vagina a vagina and penis penis. Correct. Yeah. So it's like you they're, just, they're actual names. Yeah, not but like as you get older, yeah, the slang comes in. But like my first thought is penis or a vagina. Like that. Well, because you're just so proper, baby. So proper. All right. Whatever. Don't make fun of me. How was your class, by the way? It was good. I learned things. I, w- I actually now really want to take a, an acting improv class. I do too. I'm just not. We very, just can't I be just, in the same class. No. I think you would enjoy it, but you would. You would. Oh, I would struggle. You would have to surrender. Oh, I 100 percent would yeah. struggle. I took a an, an sketch comedy writing class in college, and that was essentially all improv. And then I was like, "Oh, this shit is hard." Yeah. And that's when I had where my respect for those who. All, anyone who's who's a sketch comedy artist, but sp- specifically the SNL cast, right. it's like yo, you guys do not understand. Like that is just, that's live. Yeah, they're like, on this live is, like, television. We're on live TV. And we're just yeah. gonna have to come 
ready to rock. I was like, this is not easy. And then we had one in-house audience that came to watch us. I was out here sweating bricks, and I'm not... (laughs) I love public speaking. I I love big crowds. It's never a nerve of mine. But when I had to perform a sketch comedy piece in front of 50 people in a closed studio, I was super nervous. That's a different kind of vulnerability. But if you tell me to go on stage and say, hey, hey, we need you to deliver this commencement speech to 10,000 people, I'm going to be like, bet, where's the mic? But it's like knowing that you're good at something, right? Like back when I was dancing, the, the size of the crowd never mattered. Because it, you I, were in your element. Yeah. Like, I knew what I was doing. I had prepared to this piece or whatever. Well, not that you would, I guess, in sketch comedy. Part of it's prepared, but the other part is largely... Because you never know what people are doing. No, do. you don't. And it's improv. Yeah, right. I, was like, uh, uh, I don't know what to say. And you just got to pretend like it's normal. But yeah. fortunately, I had classmates who were much more talented than I. Right. So I could able to just, hey, yeah, pick this like, up, pick yeah. this up, cool. And then let me just slide in and get this yeah. A. Thank you. Let me get this A. Much appreciated. I feel like it's a muscle, like anything else. Like, you just... Some people are naturally bulkier in that area, and then they work it out even more, and then they're just We should take an improv class. Many people have said that even if you, whatever industry you're in, taking an improv class really just helps unleash some things inside of you. I just don't know if we could do it together. We could. You want to be in an improv class with me? I mean, it depends. I feel like I would be nervous being there with you. <laughs> I'm not, I can tell you, Barb, you'd be nervous. I'm, I'm not good at it. I know, but I feel like you'd be judging me. I'm not going to judge you, but I know that it will be a competition. <laughs> and that right. it will 100% be my and efforts and attempt about. to get a dub. Okay. Like, I need to know that I perform well, better. Tra- better than me? Yes. You think when it comes to a performing art that you would do better than me? 100%. Okay. <laughs> it's a competition. No. I will say that I feel a little bit more comfortable with myself. When I was younger, I took a drama class. We had a part of the assignment, I think it was like a midterm or final. We had to perform a scene in front of an audience of basically our parents. <laughs> and I was so bad. <laughs> like my acting was like, well, we're going to do a scene real quick. We're not. Yeah. I would tell Justin, what's wrong? Well, you know. <laughs> Mom didn't make the the biscuits, so I guess we're gonna have to go get some food now. Like, that's, 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 and then Joy. I see those big signs, like, oh, it was Joy. bad, so bad. Well, I'm glad that you were no longer acting because that rendition was awful. And some reason I had a wee ponytail in my head. I don't know why I had that ponytail, but I just and I remember what I was wearing. I still have. The shirt from it actually, because it was like a P- I had my PJs on, so I still have the top from those PJs. What you said you were a kid and you still have the top from this? I still have clothes from my freshman year of high school. J- yep. What What does that song by Frozen go? Let it go. Actually, I still have shorts. Let it go. <laughs> and I don't know how this is possible, but I still have shorts from eighth grade. Please don't tell me you can fit them. I can't, but I that they must have been big on me. Like, super big. So this is what I want you guys to know. Now that you have heard Joy say that, anytime she makes a comment about her body moving forward, <laughs> just say, shut the hell up. The right. fact that you can wear clothes from over 10 years ago, yeah. really? Now, I told myself we're, to we're, shut the hell up. You're about, that's about <laughs> what, 14, almost 15 years ago. You still can fit in pants from 15 years ago. I don't want to hear shit yeah. about you saying, oh, my body. But it could have been like these oh, my were body, my hips. And maybe my, I couldn't fit no. them and they were saved. I don't know. You can go grab any pair of pants that I was rocking in eighth grade, and they wouldn't even remotely fit. I couldn't even probably get them over my thighs. 
and you could button them up. Are these button but pants? But they're like super stretched. They're shorts. You've seen them before. You know those real light shorts? The jean shorts? Yeah. But they have a button. Yeah. Exactly. But they're so like no. stretched. No, it's almost no. like sweatpants. Body dysmorphia. You suffer I from it. Have- Figure it out and stop. Don't You're not allowed I to make anymore. any comments. I don't anymore. I will say I used to really get down on my body, but I've been trying. I've been actively embracing and loving my body. And I've had, I've, the thing is this. I've always loved my body, but I saw room for improvement. So I wasn't fully appreciating it. I've always loved it. I wasn't fully appreciating it. So now I'm appreciating because I'm like, Joy, you are going to wish for this body when you're, you know, unless I still have it. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, just stop complaining. I'm it, trying to be on my just hush. Like Everybody listening is just like, Joy, quiet. you're just digging. Just keep digging. Yeah. Keep on digging. Just keep on digging. Stop. 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 You're good. 15 years, pants, you're good. I know. I feel like we need to talk about, speaking of digging holes, uh, Kevin Hart. Kevin. <laughs> Kevin Hart dug himself. Kevin, we are rooting for you, Kevin. bad hole. Yeah. I, and we don't have details, mind you, but Kevin Hart. He made a vi- We don't need no details. He made a video. He made a video. And posted it on Instagram. Yeah. And said, I messed up. What kind of evidence do you, I don't, I don't need any more I mean, evidence. He didn't say how he messed up. <laughs> he didn't say how he messed up, but you kind of sure. know. So basically, he said some. This person is trying to extort money from him, and he felt like he'd rather tell his story than then to let this person let this person get financial gain. Which, and I respect that. Respect. I do but respect. But it's like that. you were backed into a corner. So here's the thing. This is where but he, I, he, I almost feel bad for him. He's a grown man. He's made this decision before, and it resulted in a bad thing. So it's like I can't really, I don't really feel bad. I feel bad that he made such a bad decision at such a crucial time for his wife. Like that just, and for their marriage. She's pregnant, isn't she? She's pregnant. Yeah, that's what I feel bad for. And and also, he didn't say. I mean, he said he needed to do better, but he also was talking about how he has a target on his back. And I'm like, you're not the victim in this situation. You fucked up, Kevin. Yeah. You fucked up. And that's what we got to tell you. Because you would tell all of us the same thing. Yeah. You messed up. It it, it is what it is. Well, there'll be a comedy special about it. Oh, definitely. But I mean, mean, the good news is if his life goes to pieces... It's great material. It's going to be really good material. Yeah. But that isn't that that's awful. That, it's awful. Did you out of terrible <laughs> a terrible situation in life can gum your greatest work of art hint confessions by Usher. <laughs> but I mean it was such a good that album. That was a really good album. Oh but yeah, I, I'm, I'm I'm interested to see what happens cuz his first marriage ended with infidelity. Yeah. And now you're in your second marriage and she's pregnant and infidelity comes up again. Right. And I I'm not even going to be naive and pretend that the access that you have and his type of celebrity is probably unmatched. Right. But at the end of the day, like, where are your homies at? Like, where, where, where's your bodyguard? Where's your security? Like, we all, everybody just needs that one homie that is is going to just serve as your conscious when your conscious leaves you. Like, you, <laughs> you just, you need that one homie. It's like, Jay. You need somebody with some sense. Yeah, you need some, Jay, no, this is not a good, no, we're just, we're going to actually going to leave. Jay, you know, no, this is, this is done. Hey, you need friends. You have friends that would physically 100%, be like, you're not 100%. Really? 100%. I have multiple friends them. who will be like, Jay, if it ever came to a point of a compromising situation, 100% multiple friends that'd be what like, What if you fought back to be like, no, I'm going to do this. Would they they wouldn't let it, well, A, since all my friends can beat my ass. <laughs> right. That actually would not work. So, <laughs> right. so I would just have to, I would have to take the L. You just be, yeah, I literally, mean, I guess, yeah. All I, three of them. I had, I'd have no chance yeah. against 
the three friends right now in my head I who would say, for sure I think we have the not let it happen. Yeah, and it would be a wrap. The three like, oh, friends that are listening they, to this right like, now. They're yeah. going to be like, Jay, so you, oh, you thought you were going to try to fight us. Right. So that's what's happening now, and then I would be comatose. You have more than three. You have more than three that would say something to you. No, but physically, remove me from oh, a situation, okay. three. Yeah. And, and so that's what I'm saying. You need uh, you need those people. So like Kev, where are your where are your people at? But I mean, it's it sucks that I mean this is his personal life. I mean, and, and no one wants to wish anything bad in their personal life. And you know, so I mean, best of luck as they as they go on their their road through recovery. But damn, come on, Kev. It's just such a be. It's supposed to be such a good time being new, a newlywed and. You know, Has she come out and said anything? Or is she I don't just think been so. Real I haven't seen anything yet. If I were her, I wouldn't be saying anything. I mean, nah, what do you say? Just I need my moment away in peace and yeah, quiet. Yeah, if anything, she probably went... To, well, she probably can't go anywhere. I know one thing. If I find out you cheat on me and I'm currently carrying your seed, I I can't escape you. Like, I'm mad. I, I mean, a different... a tr- Not tribal. What am I trying to say? But it's just in you. Primal. I'm a... Primal kind of angry. I feel you. Yeah. I mean, as you should. You, sh- you should be angry. Yeah. But I mean... it. And I mean, he could have not cheated while she was pregnant. Maybe this is now coming back to bite him. I wonder if there's a child involved. That would suck. It, speculations. I'm not about to yeah. get into speculations on the show because I hate all tabloids who speculate. So I'm not uh, even going to no, allow but, you to try to go there. But they presented as fact. I, that was just a thought no, that I had. No, not even allowing those thoughts. That's right. speculations. That's unnecessary. <clears throat> okay, no thoughts. Now, staying on the, the topic of infidelity, came across a video on YouTube and it was a an insecure, like five things that they learned or five thoughts from Insecure season two. And one of the the comments that this YouTuber was addressing was saying that we as people, as monogamous couples or in relationships, tie infidelity to love. Or no, no, no tie, love to fidelity. Okay, yes, they tie, tie love to fidelity yeah. and saying, so when somebody steps out on you or is not faithful is that they didn't love you. Am I yeah, saying that yep. correctly? Yeah. And I just wanted to, to kind of address that that thought because I don't really agree with it at all. Uh, simply because, I mean, love is not tied to your fidelity at all. And as as I've expressed before is that love is an action. Love is is a is a verb. It's not a, a feeling or an emotion. You know, love is patient, love is kind, mm-hmm. love is is willing to to put your head down and, and go through the struggles and is not self-serving and is, and is willing to do whatever it takes to make something right. That's what love is. Love grows in action. So in saying that when someone's not faithful to you, you didn't experience love, those are two completely yeah, separate things. They weren't things. acting in love in that moment. No. But it's not it's not the same thing. And she also went on to say something about monogamy, which was that people that are hardcore monogamous aren't doing it right. So monogamy back in the day meant you save yourself for marriage and you stay with only that person. And if that person dies or whatever, you're just done for life. So monogamous means one person for life, which, okay, that's. Let's say that the, well, that probably is the the root, the, the, the base of, of yes. the definition. But the you could interpret that in a different way. It could be one person at a time, and I don't feel like there's anything wrong with that. You know, I feel like we're kind of in a culture where a lot of tradition or 
uh, yeah, like traditional ways of thinking are being villainized, are vilified, right? Very true. And so it's like, you know, you want to have kids, that's not cool. You are, like, you should just live your life and be out. You know, it's, uh, wh- why? No, and, and, and you want to just be with one person? That's not cool. <laughs> and, and you know what I hear, and, and I, I'm glad you brought that up, because that's really the, the biggest issue in what I've seen with our society. And I'm sure this is why people have issues with the far-left liberals. We are liberal, but there's still a, a base of... I think there are a good amount of people on the right and, and left morals. that are more towards the middle. Exactly. I, I completely agree. <laughs> yeah. But why the, the far-left gets pushed, and right. you know, a lot of you know what we see in, in mainstream media is traditional... The traditional home, the traditional way of being in a relationship, how you go about having kids, buying a yeah. home is, is again this awful, awful thing that is 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 being you know, slandered you know, for doing. And the the reality is, is is there's there's nothing wrong with being monogamous. No. There's nothing wrong with getting married and having kids and, and creating this this family for yourself. Right. Uh, it, right now, it, it's trendy to not have babies. Yeah. It's trendy to sleep with multiple people and, and be in an open relationship and this is fun. Right. And again, if that's you, if that's how you live your life, Yeah, because cool. I, I want to say too, I don't want to knock that. I just think that there's room for everyone. There, there is yeah. there is room for everyone, you know, but it, it's just the, the conversations that I hear, you know, from people is like, oh, you know, I don't need to have kids or I don't need to be in a relationship. This is nothing. I'm all about me. And I'm just like, yo, like, like this, it's, it, it's too much. Like we've gotten to the point now where everything is so damn extreme yeah. that we don't even have anything that we can stand on just because everything is so extreme. I completely agree. I, I think it's a very frustrating for our, again, everyone who's a little bit more towards the middle. And I think there's, I think what we're, experiencing now is a fight for people wanting to be represented. And I agree with that. I think that, you know, people in open relationships have very little representations or just like people in polyamorous relationships, you don't really see them on television. The last thing that I can think of that represented uh, a polyamorous relationship was uh, Big Love. Do you remember that show? Did you ever see? It was about a man and his three wives. So yeah, I just, I get it, but I also don't. I don't want to be shamed for my life. Well, and, and that's, that's that's what it is. Well, and that's what it comes down yeah. to is that we're shaming other people and saying, "Oh, well, you know, yeah. if you're in a traditional sense, this isn't cool. This is not working. We're finding ways to poke holes." And it's like it's it's honestly a, a bunch of shit. Yeah. I think the reality of it and why there's been so much shift culturally is that people just don't want to do the work for shit. We're incredibly selfish, and it's all about me, 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 me. And we, and again, we just don't want to do the work to make something successful. I think in our careers, when you have, our specifically our generation and then the, those after us, we were born in, with a computer in front of our hands, with phones in front of our hands. So we have found ways to be resourceful. Right. And find ways to be successful. So I do believe in our career, people are willing to do whatever it takes mm-hmm. to make it. And to sitting at, a, sitting at a desk from 8 to 5, Monday through Friday, is not the way that stimulates a lot of people anymore. Right. And which I completely agree with and understand, right. but because of that that focus on getting our career to the next level and being all about me, 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 and being so self resourceful, is you have now taken that behavior and moved it into all, all aspects, aspects of, of our life. life. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I want a relationship, but I have to be faithful. Oh, I I want to 
grow a family and find someone, but I don't want to date. Oh, I don't, I, I want to get to know somebody, but I don't want to pick up the phone and have a conversation with them. I'd rather just text. Right. Like, we have just become so lazy with a lot of the work that it takes to have these traditional quote unquote relationships. And now because of that, people want to slander. It's like, nah, that, that shit is not, that shit is not, is, is not the business. No. Like if, if you want, if you want whatever, whatever it is that you want is going to require work. Yeah. Whether it's your and job. And I feel like whatever you want is okay. It is, it is yeah. okay. But it's, it's uh, this, this, the shift in culture of becoming like, oh, like everything is fine. We're just, hey, you know, we just, we live and we breathe. It's like, okay, cool. That's fine. But understand that it takes work across everything that you do to make something successful. And I think that's why monogamy and families and all this and how many marriages are ending now. Yeah. Because what, you just don't want to do the work. Too many. It's too, I mean, too you just, many. you don't, we don't want to, we don't want to do the work. Mm-hmm. Period. End of story. And again, I don't say this to make marriage sound like an incredibly daunting and difficult, hard task. But at the end of the day, you are waking up to somebody every single day, it's seeing work. them every day, yeah. living with them, trying to build a future together, get your life together. I mean, there are a lot of things that go in. And if and like I said, you could pick anybody. If you stayed with your best friend for a year and had to live with them, yeah. work with them, set goals with them, you're not going to like them half the time too. <laughs> it, it, it is what it is. You know, when we're bogged down in, in one position, I won't even say bogged down, but when we're tied to somebody for an extended amount of time, it is impossible to to just yeah. be all rosy dozy lovey dovey. Yeah, it, it's all just, the time. Yeah, it's not. It's that's not. That's not what a relationship is. I no, feel it's like not. that's an accurate portrayal of what the when you are experiencing love as a feeling, even though it isn't action. When you're both actively loving each other in the same way, that's when it's rosy and lovey. And the, but that's only really kind of in the beginning, right? Because you're both experiencing that. Well, no, 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 because that is sustained. We have our moments of, of love that, that we have those Okay, those yeah, moments. but I mean like when the bulk, because the problem is this. This is why people like the beginning of relationships because the beginning of relationships have very little substance, right? You're not, you're just not there yet. So you get to feel all the rosy feelings. Gotcha. All the, so And you start to think, oh, this is a relationship, because you're correlating the first feelings and actions of your uh, of what you're experiencing as a relationship as what it actually is. You think that's the substance of it. And it's really just a very small chunk. Yeah, a like, very piece. small uh, chunk. Yeah. Like I, I, Especially I, when you get to year two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I view our relationship now as a partnership, as a support system, as a friendship, yes. And of course, lovers. But lovers is not first on my list. Like that's, it's in there. It's in the mix and it is essential, but it's not it's not the end all beyond. I think that's where people start to suffer when they're in these long-term relationships or monogamous relationships is that they don't have that pure love feeling anymore and they're experiencing the other aspects of a relationship and they don't like it as much. So they bail. Yeah. Because yeah. it's it doesn't feel good, but I mean it's a part yeah. it's a part of the process. But then also, I feel like there are probably people out there who are in a relationship and even married, and they have the realization that they don't really want this. Oh, like, I hundred percent uh, believe it. That well, I think I would honestly say people are yeah. getting pregnant and getting married for the gram. Yeah, I, I will hundred percent go out there and say that. I too. truly yeah. believe there are people who have marriages, who have relationships, who have babies for the gram. Yeah. For this opportunity, like, okay, look at me, and you create this manufactured life. It's like, oh my gosh, they have everything put together. 
They have a beautiful family. They have the perfect job. Look how great their wedding was. You know, you hear Oof. all this all this manufactured reality. Right. But on the inside, if you talk to them, they're out here on the struggle. Right. And then like, I don't know something really pops up and like, oh, this relationship is no longer happening. What? Right. Where did that come from? Right. So, yeah. I I a hundred percent. I would I don't bet. Know. Do you think a you are doing it strictly for, or it's a big reason why? There's, it's a reason why. Yeah, I would say. It's I mean, how many reason. people are, who have spent time on Pinterest creating their dream wedding, yeah. and for years you have created this online version of your wedding, and then you start dating this guy, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can make my Pinterest dreams come true. So you mm-hmm. make your Pinterest dreams come true, and then two years later. They're no longer together. Yeah, because they wanted to do the cute stuff, but not the work. Yeah, you're doing cute shit. Like, it, it's just, like, like, I mean, the cute, cute stuff shit is, is cool. Is cute cute yeah. shit is cute, and there's a time and a place for it, but cute shit is not sustainable. I still would have married you without the grand baby. Without, without the grand? Yeah. Mar- well, shit, we didn't have the grand to get married. I mean, it was we, there. We, I mean, we, grand, we yeah. did, but when we started our relationship, Instagram wasn't even an app. Well, yeah. That's weird to say. I know. <laughs> it wasn't even an app when we when we started. So No, it didn't come around to right I think right before our breakup. Yeah, it did. I think it was yeah. senior year, college. Yeah, because I deleted my Instagram, I remember. Yeah, right. One Let around me tell you that. how to get someone back, everyone, just in case you were wondering. <laughs> no, it doesn't make them come back, but basically Justin and I, when we broke up, I was like, Okay, he can't know about anything that I am doing. So I didn't want, I wanted him to feel the loss of joy in his life. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? So I deleted all my social media platforms and Facebook too? I deactivated it. Okay. I, you had no way of knowing how I was unless you asked somebody or you asked me. No and way. I certainly wasn't asking you. No, you were not. So, but did it work? You missed me a little bit. I did. I was curious. I'm like, what is she doing? Yeah, you know, I, I did. Try to check in and be like, okay, where? Oh, okay, so there's just no avenues. Right. And then you can't be the guy to ask the friends who I know are still talking to you. So how's Joy? Jay, why you care? Nope, nope. Right. So I wasn't having that conversation. Right, so you just have to not know what I'm doing. You either have me in your life or you don't. So, but in retrospect, because I lost a gang of followers. Like, I had <laughs> so many followers on Instagram. And when I came back, the time I came back, people weren't following you. So, you know, when apps first start, a bunch of people follow you. You just kind of follow everybody. Everybody does. This is um, before the gram was popular and having millions of Instagram right, followers made, right. made you money. <laughs> yeah, right. Because I really wouldn't have done it with that. You just would have been blocked. So, when she was saying she had hella followers, she right. probably had like 700. <laughs> right. But that was a lot for, you know for that time uh, just to have lost them. So anyway, I recommend doing that, but just deactivate your stuff or block the person. But the thing is, if I would have blocked you, you would have found another way to be able to view my profile. So I'm, I wasn't digging that deep. I love you, baby, but I promise you I was not digging that deep. I would it was a simple, deep. it was a simple search about, okay, well I can't have it. I'm not, yeah. okay, well let me go see who's, what photo she's tagged in. Let me see what she's hanging out. That's, that's too much. Yeah. I'm a I'm not that guy. when I want to be. <laughs> Definitely. I will spend time trying to figure out how to hack. Have we told you the story of joy digging through my phone? What do you when mean? I found that out, remember when you said you took my phone to the bathroom? Oh, I sure did. <laughs> can y'all believe this? Yes, they can believe it. What do you mean? Can they and I was spending the night. Like, and wasn't I spending the night at your place? Justin. So this is what happened. I've only looked on Justin's phone a handful of times, and every time I haven't liked what I've seen. Like that's just. Actually, no. There was what the last, the very last time I was fine, and that's when I was like, okay, I never need. To when do was this that? Again. It was definitely, I think probably even before we got engaged. Like, it was a while ago. 
So this is after we had got back together. You looked at my phone again. I know. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> out here snitching. <laughs> I mean, out here, I mean, out here just snooping, not snitching, snooping. <laughs> so you looked at my phone one more again before we got engaged? Yep. When? I need I need a time. <laughs> this is this is you. news. No, you're going to tell me. I'm 100% What did talking. you look for? I did, what do you mean what did I look, What'd you look for? What did you go through when you looked at my I'm phone? I'm not telling no, you. No, I, I need to know. This, I yeah. this is a confession I that I am not aware of. I don't know you an explanation. Listen, I saw some things and it was fine. I was like, oh, okay, like this is good. I was cool. <laughs> but I haven't looked since. <laughs> uh, will you tell yourself? Yep. Joy. Yep. <laughs> it's fine. I want to know, okay, so what did you look for in the most recent one? And then we'll go back to the original story. What do you mean? What I, I wasn't what do you, looking what do you go for through? anything. So when you go through the phone, what are you looking for? <laughs> you go through everything. What's everything? <laughs> every, you just look at everything. Social media too? <laughs> no, I left your social media alone. But you go through text messages? Yeah. Phone calls? Yeah. You just you do the search. <laughs> you genuinely never. I have you never. You like come up with nothing. I have never. Yes. Okay. But, I've never okay, but searched consider, your phone. Listen. And let's consider your track record and let's consider mine. And I say, if you feel like the very first time that I ever went through Justin's phone, I wasn't even going through it with like malicious intent. I 100% trusted Justin. I had planned his surprise birthday party, his 20th. Your 20th, you yep, remember? That was a good party. Yeah, <laughs> right. So I planned this party and I went through his phone. Yet he was passed out drunk. I went through his phone. To see how he responded, to see if he said anything to anybody. Like I Why was that necessary for you to look? Though? Which again I was like a total idiot about because you're a twenty year old man. You guys aren't like so girls were more like, Oh my god, he did this really nice thing for me. I can't believe it. This was so much fun. I like I've just I'm so grateful. Whatever. We do stuff like that. Men are like, oh party. Like, you know, and he got drunk and passed out. So <laughs> I mean, on his 21st birthday. We, we, it was my 20th. Yeah, it was definitely your 20th. Yeah, we gave you a 40. I feel like that's all you had was the 40, that's right? It. So, and that, did, did you get sick, Robert? No, I didn't get sick. To the story. Stop derailing. Okay, so anyway, that was the very first time I looked through his phone. So I looked through his phone, and he had texted some girl, and it wasn't even, and it was a girl that I had met, and it wasn't. It wasn't all the way bad, but I just didn't like it. I didn't like what he was saying. It was, he, he wasn't saying anything inappropriate, but he wasn't within the parameters I feel he should have been in for him being in a relationship. <laughs> like, that's the truth. And that's, that was the issue every time. Like, I didn't feel like he was straight up disrespectful, but it was like. And that was the first time. Yeah. And then you did it a second time. Yeah. The other time that I remember was in, was that sophomore year? No, that would have been sophomore year because I was in the apartment by then. So the, yeah, probably, it was probably junior, junior year. year, and that was bad. That was bad. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad on so many levels. I was like, oh, okay, okay. And we were going to. I'll tell you where we were going. We were going to the zoo the next day. Remember? When we went I do to remember the zoo? We went to the zoo. So I'm asking Justin all these questions to see if he's just gonna like fess up to anything. Nothing. He's like, I mean, the most clueless person. He's like, oh no. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, this man is just, you're not a liar, but you're good. <laughs> you know? It's one of those. I'm like, okay. You, you all know what the episode was titled. <laughs> Thou shall not snitch on thyself. Go right. dig it up in the archives. You know where I stand. 
I'm not snitching. But it's why would it be? I just and this is the thing is that I thrive on honesty. I can know the truth. I feel I have actually genuinely felt better from each truth that I know because I think you get a more uh, a better, you know, portrait of who you're actually messing with, right? And then it allows me to actually love you for who you are and not who I think you are. That's fair. Yeah. So I I, I appreciate that. Now, if it was like if I was in your phone, it was like, oh yeah, you know. I enjoyed last night. Yeah. <laughs> That's a different kind of situation. Yeah. But I'm you're not also reckless. not dumb enough to no, do that. I'm you're not, you're no, not. Yeah. No. Like no. A long time ago, somebody had, they found on their boyfriend's phone a video of him having sexual interactions with another woman. But I'm like, why? <laughs> why are you that stupid? Why would you have that video why, on yeah, your phone? Yeah, if you're going to do some dumb shit, why are you going to put that on your right. phone? Right, but also Why? Don't, don't do dumb shit. So anyway, that was the first time. Well, people are going like to do dumb shit. Yeah. I'm not, you, no one's exempt from doing dumb shit. Yeah. But if you're going to do dumb shit, why would you keep it on your phone? Right. Like, I, I really need some rational explanation from that. Like, you got homies, and you can, hey, like, I'm going to airdrop this video to you, and then, like, what? yo, when you when no. you see me, you like, come on. Justin. Something. How about, why would you have a video that's dumb. Correct. I of course it yeah. is dumb, but I'm just like, like why would you have that? Let me just your have phone? this evidence floating out there. <laughs> Correct. And also we should really say the real lesson in this is just don't do it. Not don't get caught. Exactly. That yeah. is that is the real we're, lesson. We're both kind of missing the point. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, send it to your homies. I'm like, why would you have a video? Yeah, no. Just don't do it at don't all. Don't get yourself in trouble yeah. in the first place. Or don't yeah. do something that could get you in trouble in the first place. I just can't believe that in episode seventy six of my own damn podcast, I'm finding out my wife was over here looking at my phone. I wasn't your wife. I was your girlfriend. My I wasn't girlfriend. even your fiance. You, okay. Okay. So I, I'll give you yes. a pass. So you just had to make one more go at it to see if we were good. I needed to know when we got back together that like. We I told cool. you that we were good. I told you we were good. I mean, yeah. You didn't you believe did. it? I never once told you we were good in college. You so just didn't give me any follow-up information, which I was irritated about. Like, we didn't really, like, dive into... Dive into what? Anything. We didn't dive into anything. Like, so. the past is dead and gone. I, I yeah. guess I'm amnesia. I forgot. I was Went, say, I as long as head. that applies to me, too, then we're good. Yep, I bumped and hit my head. I do not recall <laughs> anything before we got Listen, back together. Listen, one... <laughs> besides all the great things. I recall something, so I'm really happy about that. My thing is this. I want to know the details. I want to know the details. And I think that it would be really cool of you to respect that and just give me the details. Do you know how much freedom is in that? You don't even have to keep anything in. You could just release it all. You know, that's great freedom. And that works great for you. And there are things that I suggest and recommend that will work great for you, that work outstanding for me, and you choose not to live that way. So I love and I respect you, and I'm glad that you love the details and you want all the information. That works for your life. Let me tell you what works for mine. And that's what makes us an amazing partner, amazing a partnership, amazing husband and wife, is that we are uniquely different. Anybody else hear that bullshit that was spewing out of his mouth? I was just like waiting for it to be over because I'm like, this is not, this is not real life. But it's our life, damn it, and it is real life. Yeah, whatever, dude. All I know is that I had to get information. You weren't giving it up, so I had to go, you know, find it. I do not recommend doing that at all because I don't go find information. If you don't want to give it to me, then that's information that I don't know, need to know about, and I can continue living my life without issue.
Well, you don't you don't have to feel that way, but I'm sure yeah. there's some of you that feel that way. But look, if you're in Joy's camp, great. If you're in Justin's camp, great. I don't anticipate looking through through your phone again. I really don't. You you shouldn't. And we have the same yeah. pass code. Why on shouldn't our phone. I? Because it's my space. I know, but the way you just said you shouldn't, but you feel like I gotta look. <laughs> now I got to change my pass code. No. Look, see, this is this is no. Because the thing is, this I feel like we're married now. I'm I'm comfortable within our relationship. I know. I have to trust you at this point. We're married. Like, I made the ultimate commitment, so I'm in it. It's not that I want to remain ignorant to anything, but I hope that you would come to me and tell me anything that uh, you feel I need to know. Respect. I'll keep that in my back pocket. You don't care. (laughs) You don't care. I do care, but thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, and of course, share it with your friends. And let's keep the conversation going online. You can head over to our website, lovejays.com, and you will see all of our social media icons right there at the top of the page. And for those of you who have not left us a review yet, please do so on iTunes. We appreciate any and all feedback, which will ultimately bring in new listeners. And we want to spread the word about our show. Thanks again. And we'll see you next Tuesday.